From the Financial Times in London, I'm Andrew Jack, and this is FT News. Humanity is possibly a hundred thousand years older than previously thought, and the proverbial Garden of Eden much bigger. An extraordinary recovery of fossils on a desolate hillside in Morocco has made scientists conclude that modern humans are over three hundred thousand years old, and they were spread all over Africa before venturing out to other continents. The FT science editor Clive Cookson joins me in the studio to discuss the findings published in Nature. Hello, Andrew. Hello. So, Clive, the discovery challenges some of the most enduring theories about the origins and evolution of Homo sapiens. Take us through some of the details that have emerged from this new study. This site is completely unexpected in its location in Morocco, between Marrakesh and the Atlantic Ocean. Before now. East Africa, and particularly Ethiopia, Kenya, was regarded as the cradle of humanity. But archaeologists had been aware of this rather mysterious site for decades. It was uncovered by mining,、um, and they've gone back in. This is a team from one of the world's leading centres for this sort of paleontology, the Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology in Leipzig. They've Analyzed bones from five different humans,、um, as well as a lot of implements, animal bones, signs of fire, and they've used new dating techniques to show that these people lived there at least three hundred thousand years ago,、um, maybe three hundred and fifty, and that's more than a hundred thousand years older than the previously oldest human fossils, Homo sapiens fossils. From Ethiopia, and the paper also says that the anatomy of these ancient humans, particularly the face, would have been quite similar to today's humans. So, what does that say about the evolution of humankind? Yes, that's very interesting. The scientists here are quite good at using vivid analogies. So they said that if one of these people from、um, the site in Morocco was out on the street,、um, if he or she was wearing a hat. They just pass unnoticed because the face itself is almost identical to our modern human faces. The back of the skull, however, which would be covered by the hat, is sort of flatter and more elongated, and that includes the brain case. So it shows that while the face、um, may have our modern Homo sapiens face may have evolved, I don't know, four hundred thousand years ago, maybe five hundred thousand, the Um, back of the skull and the brain itself、um, continued to evolve for longer, and that means probably these people they may have looked like us from the front, but they may not have thought quite like us. So, the brains of these Homo sapiens might have been, to use probably the wrong word, more primitive than ours. So this sounds pretty revolutionary. What's the reaction been like in the scientific community? Well, people like、um, Chris Stringer, who's the top UK human origins expert at the、uh, Natural History Museum, and his counterparts abroad, have been quite accepting of this because this Max Planck Institute in Leipzig is a top world centre,、uh, as I said, for this sort of work. The interest is not just in the timing. But the fact that it shows that the whole of Africa could be the cradle of humanity, because the anthropologists and archaeologists on this team analysed the tools, and they're very similar to tools that have been stone tools. They're flints,、um, chiselled or cut, napped to produce a point for a spear. They're very similar to tools that have been found elsewhere in Africa, and this team also. 
says that um, there, there should be a scientific re-examination of a mysterious skull from South Africa, which some people thought was 260,000 years ago, Homo sapiens, but that was controversial. So they're pointing to this idea that somehow there was a network of early Homo sapiens, our own species, across Africa, interacting. Um, so maybe we evolved all over the continent. And you mentioned new attempts with scientific analysis to look at uh, remains from elsewhere. So how much is modern scientific development helping us to analyse this discovery, for example? Well, there are two main ways. One is that new computer visualisation techniques and computer analysis enables the scientists to reconstruct skulls, faces, bones from relatively small amounts of material in a way that wasn't possible before. More relevant here, though, is the, is the new um, possibility with physics and chemistry advancing to date them. And they use thermo, a technique called thermoluminescence that didn't exist when this site was first investigated in the late 20th century. So we're pretty uh, confident that these data are robust on ageing, for example. I think we are. We're confident and excited. And this site uh, in Marrakesh, Jebel Irhud, uh, it's been under study uh, since the 1960s, I understand. So what, what's been happening there? It was uncovered as part of a mining operation. The mine closed down and the mouth of the cave where, where these remains are was covered up. But some of the archaeologists, anthropologists, paleontologists who studied those early remains were very puzzled by the way they were labelled as being only, I mean, a few tens of thousands of years old and possibly um, Neanderthals. They didn't think it made sense. So essentially, they got funding to go back in. They involved some Moroccan scientists and they got some grant money because archaeology is becoming much better funded by uh, research organisations than it used to be. And in they went and they found some new skulls and at the same time re-examined the old material. So this discovery seems to knock back further in time than the existence of modern man. What does it say about then subsequently what happened and when uh, Homo sapiens moved out of Africa into other parts of the world? It may mean that Homo sapiens moved into the Near East, um, into the Levant, across Arabia, sooner than we thought. Um, the current idea is that couldn't really have happened before about 120, 130,000 years ago. But there are even suspicions that even at the date of these Moroccan uh, fossils, or not long after, they could have made that journey. So we could have a situation where in Europe and Asia there could have been three different species coexisting our modern human ancestors, Homo sapiens, Neanderthals, and the mysterious third human species discovered recently, Denisovans. And what might have been their level of behaviour or even interaction? That is still not well understood. I mean, we can guess what the lifestyle of these people at Jebel Irhud was, because it was um, they lived in a rather Eden-like grassland, plentiful game and there's plenty of evidence of them hunting gazelle zebra there's evidence of them using fire for cooking and to keep warm during the nights which can be quite cold there in winter and there's evidence that the ability to make tools is quite great now there's no flint actually 
on the site naturally. So they brought that in from dozens of miles away, very high-quality flint. So it was the beginnings of quite a sophisticated, I was going to say manufacturing, quite a sophisticated society. And with some evidence of cultivation as well, or largely really hunter-gathering? It would be hunter-gathering. I think everyone says that the beginnings of cultivation are far later, I don't know, 12,000, 15,000 years ago in the Middle East. So a really fascinating uh, discovery, and thank you very much for elucidating this for, for our listeners. So this is Andrew Jack. I've been talking with Clive Cookson for FT News. Thanks for listening. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.